0: Nakovich Voice Experience. You' about to learn about fashion. I'm serious. Music and culture. So make sure you' this. The Gabriel Nakovich Voice Experience. And welcome back to the Gabriel Nakovich Voice Experience. Hey guys, it is an honor to be back. I'm pumped. I am excited. Uh, I've been looking forward to this for a very long time. Sorry, I've been busy, but things happen. But season two is here and I am ready guys. I want to bring you a lot of good information. I want to talk about a lot of good topics. I'm bringing fashion heavy. I'm talking music. I'm talking culture. I'm talking a voice experience. It's going to leave you happy and uh, glad you listened to me. Um, So first off guys, uh, I have a lot to talk about, but I'm going to start off with talking about uh, just some of the things that I've been listening to lately some of the things I've been paying attention to some of the things that I just think are unique in the fashion industry so first off um, if you guys have been looking at the vogue cover for October the Beckhams Victoria Beckham she she just celebrated her brand in London uh, going strong her brand is going up investors have really heavily invested recently in her brand which is amazing but not only that she's on the cover of vogue and they are celebrating her brand um she is what's really cool about the the cover is that her family is on the cover and i think that's really unique because that says a lot about victoria beckham uh she could have easily done something of just herself you know and i just thought it was pretty unique she put her family on there uh, I thought it was cool that David Beckham wasn't on the cover. I mean, it would have been cool because, like, full family, but I think David Beckham in himself is such a brand and such a big, iconic um, fashion person himself that, you know, it would take away from Victoria. Um, but I think that was on the, the photographer and the Vogue editor-in-chief kind of decision-making on what what they would put on the cover. With Victoria, but David's later and some of the pictures in there. Um, but I thought that was really unique. Uh, Lady Gaga is on the one in America, which is fine, whatever. Uh, but I honestly would have rather have Victoria Beckham on the cover for America. Obviously, she's not American, but I still think it's cool. And, like, they mentioned in uh, an article with Victoria Beckham that the, her cover, they mentioned it being like, is close to a second royal family just because, you know, they're the Beckhams. I mean, they're so stylish. Brooklyn Beckham's really stylish. Romeo Breckham, I mean, they're, like, all freaking Harper. Like, they're all freaking stylish. Like, you've got the most stylish family. It's absolutely incredible. I would honestly say they're, like, one of the stylish families in the world. Um, so I thought that was really, really cool. Check it out. It's a beautiful cover um, with Victoria and her kids. I think it's really unique. Very October for London, uh, which is really unique. <clears throat> so, if you guys have also been keeping up with luxury news, Burberry just changed their logo. Um, they just got rid of so much products, destroying products, which is crazy. But they're, like, r- really trying to change change their brand and kind of, like, I would say, get with the times, if you want to say. Uh, check out their new logo it's interesting because when you think about Burberry you think about elegant and class and their new logo to me string, screams like streetwear if that makes sense which makes sense because streetwear is coming in especially with Virgil Abloh I mean how can you not like the luxury competitiveness is crazy the streetwear you got him at freaking Louis V and doing it big and then you got off-white making like Big moves as well. Virgil's just constantly making moves, which is insane. Um, but you know, I think I think it's crazy because I think that if you tie it all in with Burberry, Burberry's logo—it's not Burberry, but it's trying to compete with luxury. So. If you want to look at it from a business standpoint, it might be good. I think you know you're going to reach your millennial and your your new aged luxury consumer because they want to be like the streetwear, like that's what's in really big right now. Um, so you know they got the T and the B. It's like a big like it's the uh, logo. It's got a big white B and then like it looks like a pattern, but it's a T. And it's basically going off Thomas Burberry, which. Um, Thomas Burberry is like kind of like the founder of Burberry, um, which is really unique in itself too. If you go on and t- go on YouTube and type in Burberry Thomas, Bur- Thomas Burberry uh, Foundation or founder, you'll see like the the foundation video for Burberry, and they made one on like how kind of Burberry started, and Thomas Burberry started making materials because he had the best fabrics for like um, the uh, the army that was fighting in the wars. And so it's really unique, really good video. Um, but that's kind of how Burberry started in its luxury class. But it's crazy because to me, I don't really like the logo. Um, it's still black, but they, they just changed the font. It looked like they went from an elegant font to like, a, you know, Hey, um, I'm just gonna, you know, be a regular, it's just regular font. It's not even that like, Does it stand out from any of the other luxury brands? It just doesn't really make sense to me, uh, to be honest. But we'll see how it does. I did watch um, some of the Burberry Runway show, and I have to say the looks are really quite elegant. Uh, The TB that they brought in, the T-shirts were a little different they kind of did screen street wear but like still overall the collection was really pretty very beautiful they took like the old uh burberry signature pattern and they like switched it up and played with it they played with the pattern um which was really unique so i would i would watch that fashion show again it's and i i suggest you guys should watch it's a really beautiful show if you really like that um but i mean burberry's still showing its elegance in class but the creative director, Ricardo Tisci, we'll, we'll see what he does with the brand as the collections go on. Um, but a lot of people are, like, saying that they don't like it, um, that they uh, – some of them said they, the logo looks like someone made it in Microsoft Word. Um, although the person who made the logo had to make it, like, within four weeks, which he said usually that's a project you need, like, four months on. Um, it's just so interesting. So, you know, definitely check that out. Uh, Let me know what you think, comment, call in, send in messages, you can definitely do that on Anchor, uh, and then let me know. So, moving on, uh, I love that you guys listen to my podcast, but I always love to give out podcasts too and recommendations, um, because... You can listen to mine and then go listen to someone else's like later in your day. Um, but I love podcasts, you know, so they're really unique, but one that I've been really amazed upon and, and actually found this week is the Gucci podcast. (laughs) So Gucci has their own podcast, which is really cool. There's a recent one with Elton John and then creative director Alessandro Michele uh, of Gucci, which is so unique, really, really unique. Um, But I love listening. It was like forty five minutes. It was like Elton John talking about his collection over the years and like what he does with fashion, why he loves to wear glamorous things. He even said he would wear tiara if he could. It was very very interesting. Um, They asked Alessandro, you know, if he liked what he wore at home, like how he made the New York Yankees cap like new again and twisted in a new way and. Alessandro talking about um, designing for Elton and why their relationship of friends is so unique. It's it's just such a good podcast. It's honestly pleasing to the ear hearing Elton talk and then hearing Alessandro talk. They just use a vocabulary that is very me. Um, this very like creative director, very fashion forward, very fashion history. Like really, really unique talking about history of fashion. You know, Alessandro really likes. You know, the Renaissance era. So a lot of his designs come from that. But it's great because he's like, he said this one thing in the podcast I thought was really unique too. He was saying how, you know, it's easier to design for someone when you know someone's soul. Because he was talking about Elton and how they're good friends. And he was talking about when he sees Elton, he sees how he knows how he likes glamour. He knows how he likes to shine, you know. And Elton was talking about it. He was like, you know, whether I wear a Goot like a t-shirt that Alessandro designed me in Gucci or a suit, I still feel very elegant regardless of the two being a t-shirt and then a suit, which I thought was a really unique concept. That just speaks to the craftsmanship, I think, of, um, Gucci. And for those of you know, I'm a big, big Gucci fan. <laughs> so, um, uh, but yeah, definitely check that podcast out. It's really unique, uh, And yeah, so speaking of other things that are really cool, not only to listen to, but to watch, my friend Andrew Sauter, shout out at Sauter Media, check him out on Instagram, living in Chicago now, doing big things, Um, definitely shooting up some good concept photo shoots uh, with his people out there, making contacts, but um, he sent me this video, he knows I like Virgil Abloh, how can you not I just love listening to him I love listening to his design aspects I love listening to his lectures I love listening to him talk I love seeing his brand I watch his Instagram stories probably every day uh his posts I look at his YouTube videos but anyways like Andrew sent me um a video a YouTube video of Virgil and this whole YouTube video instead of you know how you normally turn your phone and you flip it sideways well you actually keep it straight up like your phone is normally like when you're texting and it was really unique to see kind of this whole video but it was like the process of Virgil going in and creating uh, spring summer for Louis Vuitton and it was just kind of like his process like where he was like getting to this uh, Louis V headquarters um, Sorry if there's noise. My dog is right here in the bag scratching himself because he's, you yeah. um, know. But anyways, <laughs> sorry about that. Anyways, uh, but yeah, it's just kind of this whole process of Virgil and, like, listening to him talk, looking at what he's looking at, um, what he's going for, how he works with other people. Virgil's just such a different animal. He just attacks it. The fashion industry from such a different background, and the fact that he has a streetwear brand, and he worked for, you know, such an elegant brand like Louis Vuitton. It's on top of its game right now, um, and Louis Vuitton is actually above Gucci right now as far as sales. If you're looking at uh, consumer data and uh, business data, <coughs> but anyways, it's it's really unique. But the video's sick. It's I love it because it's not. You don't have to turn your phone sideways. Not as a big deal, you have to turn your phone sideways, but again, it's very Virgil, um, not turning your phone sideways. He's like, hey, why don't you just keep it up? You know, like his ideas are insane. Um, But I love listening to Virgil. I love watching him. I think you can learn a lot, especially if you're an artist, especially if you want to be a designer, especially if you want to work for a brand, watching his ideas, watching what he's doing. I mean, it's just so unique and so incredible. Um, but yeah, cool. So uh, next to uh, next thing I kind of want to talk about is I want to do this little thing, like a need to know brand series where it's like I throw new brands at you or brands I'm very into. Um, big things, but if you've never heard of this brand, you need to. You need to need to need to know of this brand. They're big, they're gonna get bigger. They're gonna keep growing. I mean, they're they're a small luxury company if you look at it, but they're they're making big progress and definitely catching the attention of um, definitely some very high celebrities, NBA players, um, actors, artists, just everything. Um, but this brand is Rowing Blazers. Uh, it is a if you want to say like a new age preppy preppy style american style brand but like has like a streetwear vibe to it but it's not streetwear like they don't have really streetwear clothes like they're preppy clothes but it's got very streetwear um vibe to it. as far as colors i think like just the amount of colors they use is pretty unique um but okay so the the founder is jack carlson he wrote a book called rowing blazers and through that um, writing that book, he kind of found it. So Jack was a, he? He's actually an archaeologist. He's an author, and he is a member of the U.S. rowing clean uh, rowing team, and so that's hence the name Rowing Blazers. Um, so. Like a lot, of the, like his recent collection is inspired by traditions, myths, and rituals that he discovered. Why he wrote his book, Rowing Blazers, it was also inspired by his collection of vintage blazers that he actually has, and uh, on his research in archaeology and herald, uh, heraldry, which is like the study of uh, logos um, and kind of crests which is really unique, uh, and this, this was like all why he was at his time at Oxford. Um, so, yeah, and he, he is, if you listen to him, I type in rowing blazers on YouTube, watch his videos, <coughs> he knows everything about blazers. I mean, pretty unique, like, blazers actually came from rowing. Like, we know blazers from rowing, because basically rowing teams, like, when they went to compete, um, they were all in a uniform, and the uniform was their blazer, Uh, and it was really unique. So uh, Jack Carlson's actually like a a rowing Olympian too, which is crazy. Um, But the book, the reason that book kind of popped off for him was Ralph Lauren was really big, so he launched that book with Ralph Lauren, which is insane. So I highly suggest you check that book out. You can buy it on their website. Um, But speaking of website too, like Rowing Blade's website, I'm just going to pull it up right now as I speak, but... It's it's different. It, the clothing is displayed differently. It's got like, it's got the clothing piece, and behind it, it's got like something that matches it, or like something like the style with it. It's far like a magazine, candy, um, old magazines, books, uh, apples. I mean, just kind of whatever. It's just the the website is so uniquely designed. I love it. Um, they offer. Just different things like um, pens to magazines. You can buy books and you buy vintage like crest and vintage like uh, pennants. It's very very cool. Um, everything they they offer, but it's just oh, it's so big. He's really he's really big into Tokyo too because Tokyo, if you don't know, in the nineteen sixties, Tokyo actually got American Ivy League style. Like an American Ivy League style came to Japan. In 1960s, um, and that's crazy. So that's where like he kind of teamed up. And have you ever heard of a magazine called Free and Easy? It's like one of the men's leading magazines in the world. Free and Easy is from Japan, so it's really unique. But this brand, the designs are everything. The the um, rugby's are amazing. The blazers are amazing. They make blazers for rowing teams today. So like universities partner up with them. But then you can go. You know, you can go and you can shop one of their blazers and jackets right now. They're very expensive, but if you're able to afford it, they're freaking amazing. Um, just all of them are very uniquely designed, very beautiful, very intricate, very detail oriented, um, very personal. And it would if you have one of these blazers, it will definitely be definitely be different from anything anybody else that you know has um the blazers are are hand tailored in new york city and they use the highest quality fabrics and the most traditional techniques that uh come with making blazers i think that's amazing too the fact that it's kind of made in new york um it adds a different aspect to it and you never really see that you usually see like made in usa but it's saying made in new york which is really amazing um but cool. So yeah, definitely check that brand out. Very amazing. Uh, Rowing Blazers. Check their Instagram out. It's dope. Um, if you check out my creative director page, at Gabriel Nakovich I recently created a mood board for their spring um, spring summer collection 2019. And so that is going to lead into my last thing I kind of want to talk to you guys about, which is I've been designing for, like, starting my first collection. And it actually, I thought my first collection would be for my own brand. But I'm still in the process of working on my own brand. I think Gabriel Nakovich, the brand, will get to where it needs to be. But it's not ready because I'm not at that point in my life where I'm ready to go into that leap. And it's not because... I'm, like, afraid of it or anything. It's just because I'm still figuring out who the Gabriel Nakev- Gabriel Nakovich brand is um, as a brand. I know me as a person, and definitely my brand will reflect me, but there's a lot that goes into it, and I think it's pretty cool because it's what, kind of what I'm studying at school right now. I mean, I'm studying luxury and fashion management, and I'm studying brands, and I'm studying you know where where they go, how they are, how they act, why they act the, the way they do, um, all these unique ways. So, anyways, I decided to. Well, I kept getting I kept getting stuck with trying to design for my own brand, but I knew I wanted to design, and I thought, you know what. I want to start designing for the brands I already know that I'm very familiar with and I've done my research on. I know the history of them. I know their leaders. I know their creative directors. I know how they act. I know how they talk because I study them. I listen to them all the time. So recently, Rowan Blazers really inspired me. So what I did one night is I just recently I just created a, a mood board, and I got to drawing, and I just have been making a collection. I'm working on it. I've got about like 18 pieces right now. And then I'm going to have, by the end, 30. Really unique. I'm doing um, I'm doing sweaters. I'm doing a long sleeve. I'm doing Oxfords. I'm doing blazers. I'm going to do trousers. Um, and then I might do a couple other things. I'm not sure. But I, I'm really inspired. I've really been doing that. But if you want to see my mood board, I put it on my creative director page, at Gabriel Nakovich all one word my personal page is at gabriel underscore Nachovich, but my creative director page is at gabriel Nachovich. i definitely think you guys should check that out and then once i'm done with kind of the collection i'll post it uh and i'll post it on instagram and you guys will be able to check that out which will be pretty unique but guys i think it was well. First of all, it was kind of like magic. Honestly, I was finishing up some homework and doing some things. I was like, you know, I got some time before bed. Like, I'll just do a quick design, you know. So I just did a quick design, and it inspired me so much. I kept going, and I didn't stop. And I went to like three in the morning, and it just turned out to be really unique and really good. Uh, and I loved it. I kind of just vibed with it, but I always had a problem with like starting designing myself cuz it's like oh I can't draw but I actually sort of can and I can't but I can it just depends on how you look at it. I, for me I just say as long as I can put it on a piece of paper, draw it and get the idea out there, I then know how to communicate what the fabric feels like, everything else which is, you know, unique for me. Um but it was just great to start. It was really unique to start. Um, but guys, if you're doing any project, you want to start a podcast, you want to start styling, go do it. Like literally, just start it. Like I think the the hardest thing is making up in your mind, like something that seems challenging in your head, because designing, telling designing a collection, like how many pieces do I do? What do I do? You know, it, it was always a challenge for me. But then. And, and it stopped me because I put in my head it's a challenge and came up with all these reasons why I shouldn't do it. Um, I never really did it, and I think that's just a, a ridiculous thought. I think it's absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say just do it. Just really start. Just really start. Just do your thing. Do what you want to do. Start writing that book. Start taking those photographs. Start becoming that stylist. Start writing that podcast. Um, honestly, just, just really, really do it. I think it will help you out a lot. <laughs> And I think it will help you out for your soul and your heart. It's definitely got me really inspired. I mean, I want to keep going. I want to keep designing. I'm, I'm just getting started. So uh, if that doesn't get you hype, I don't know. Just just do it. Like, literally get inspired. Just take the little steps. Um, but follow the brands you like. Do the things you like. Listen to the thing. Just constantly keep learning. Listen to different podcasts. Like, get a different perspective from other people. Like, listen to other things don't be afraid to try something that you think you're not good at. Like, and don't be discouraged if you start drawing or something, or you start styling. It doesn't look good at first. Like things, great things take time. Like I promise you, like great things take time. So, with that said, I mean that's kind of the the rest of the things I want to talk about today. Um, I hope you really enjoy what I have to have to had to say today. Um, but I'm interested in in keeping learning of the things i want to learn about brands and everything but um next week i'm sure i'm going to be getting and talking about fall because i'm super excited Uh, i'll be going up to the mountains but i'll throw my girlfriend on the podcast next week and we'll talk about why we love fall and uh exciting things like that so all right guys you have a wonderful weekend Go do that thing you really want to do that your heart's been screaming inside of you. That thing's been itching at you for a long time. Go do it. Seriously, just make it happen. Um, All right, guys. Enjoy. Peace.